Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It is Monday, November 2nd, 2020, and you're listening to episode 91 of the Can I Say Something podcast. I am your host, Wood DeBose. And um, Damien, joining me today is... Gage. And we were celebrating Halloween, Halloween Eve, the Eve of the Halloween. Spooky dookie. Spooktacular, bro. That's, Spook- that's our spooktacular special. Yeah, sp- spooktacular 2020. Uh, so I want to kick things off talking about Boy Meets World Season 5. Um, I don't know if you remember this. I didn't really remember this either, but back in 97, 98, I think every year they had a special Boy Meets World Halloween spooktacular, right? And they did it with a lot of shows? They did it with a lot of shows, but there was one... Uh, episode of Boy's World, I guess, that had like it was actually terrifying. It was actually really good, really well done. Uh, let's see. So the the episode title is and "Then There Was Sean." This is uh, Boy Meets World season five. I'm trying to see what episode number. Uh, doesn't say, but anyways, it's uh, so the synopsis is when an outburst between Topanga and Corey escalate in Feeney's class. Corey, Topanga, and Sean, Angela, Kenny. All end up in detention. Things begin to get weird when Feeney exits and no one gets out, get out, gets out alive appears on the chalkboard. In blood! A thumping heartbeat is heard from the hallway, terrifying everyone in sight. But it is only Eric and J- but it is only Eric and Jack bouncing a basketball. Yeah. So, do you remember this episode? Yeah. Yeah. I love me some Boy Meets World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I love that. Um. There was some episode they did where it was like very bromancy, where where Sean and and Corey are like in the library or something, right? And they're like meeting, they're like uh, secretly meeting behind their girlfriend's backs, right? I mean, I don't remember everything, but it sounds yes. like that. But they're they're sorry, Ugh. their bromance <laughs> definitely picked yeah. up in the later episodes. It really did. Later really seasons. Did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, what's his, what was his brother's name? Uh, uh Eric. I love his hair. Yep. I wanted to have the Eric hair for a long time, but never could. Yeah, right. I tried, didn't work. My yeah. my hair didn't grow down and straight. It was just like <laughs> it was out and poofy. Out, out and poofy. Yeah, yeah. I, I always out had the poofy, poofy yep. hair. Tried to put some 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 gel in it, some some conditioner, some product in it. It always looked just greasy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. People are like wear a hat. It'll straighten your hair out. And then it's like it straightened your hair out because it's just got like grime and disgusting grease or like you were talking about just matted yeah. down and it's like yeah. oh yeah you, you look cool for a second actually it didn't work for me either because my hair was so puffy it yeah. would like mat down the top part where the hair that the hat was yeah. and then it would like it would jet out so it would like legit look like a penis sometimes <laughs> yeah me as well um there's a guy on, on twitch right now like a lot of people are growing their hair out a lot of the people are it's funny seeing people on twitch's uh their, their like hairs like you know they used to have um What's it called? Dyed hair and all the dye is running out. Like, like um, XUC, it just looks like a fucking homeless person with this long hair, long greasy like black hair with like little little bits of blonde in it. It's fucking crazy. But uh, this guy Lug- Ludwig uh, grew his hair out a little bit, and, and he's doing the uh, he's doing the the ball haircut like everyone had in the nineties. So it's interesting to see like if Twitch was a thing in the nineties, this is what a Twitch streamer would look like with the <laughs> with the ball haircut. Interesting. He would look like Eric. He does look like Eric, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me let me see if I can find a picture of him now. 
Uh, yeah, when I was even young, I mean, it's not really fair to say because I mean, like a lot of kids, young kids have curly hair, but I I had Corey hair too. That's where <laughs> I, I could have like both their hair going. Yeah. Let me pull up the stream here so you can see it. Uh, uh, uh. Yep, I see it. Yeah, it's got that. Oh yeah, he's got the Sean right there. If it was huh? a little bit longer. Yeah, if it was longer, yeah, 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 yeah. He used to have like spiky blonde hair. It's interesting seeing everyone's like, ah, fuck it, <laughs> fuck the look. He did a uh, he did a thing yesterday of uh, let me close this. He did a um, he's doing a bracket a tournament bracket of top um, anime intros of all time, and uh, it's just interesting seeing the. The tropes of an anime intro. It's always that fast-paced, like drumming intro, up-tempo drumming intro. Then you have like the camera swinging, swinging around some of the main characters. It, it a lot of the uh, a lot of anime intros have like a lot of tropes that they each borrow from. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you, do you uh, do you have a top five anime intro? I mean, it's gonna be the same ones we've always talked about, but you know the the dra- first of all, first Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Dragon, Rock the Dragon. That was that was that was up there. Um, Dude, Dragon Ball Super had that. That was a, that that's that intro slaps. So, which one are you talking about? Because he had one yesterday that was that was beating out a lot of a lot of them, but it was English. It was an English intro. So, which one are you talking about? Because he had, I don't th- I don't know if it was Dragon Ball Super. I think it was just Dragon Ball Z, like some weird some weird fucking English intro. I had I had never heard of, and it was not very good. Um, I don't know, but what uh, what are you talking about? Dragon Ball Super? The is it is it a good intro? Yeah, the uh, the newest version of the Dragon Ball out. Uh, hold on, let me, let me Google real quick. Yeah, yeah, he was going through all these like you know Demon X Demon or Demon Slayer or some shit I've never heard of. Dude, the best one is uh, One Punch Man. One Punch Man, yeah, that too. <laughs> yes, yep. I think that I think I found the English one I was talking about. Let me play it real quick. No, that's the Dragon Dragon Rock Dragon. Yeah, it's very very uh, Power Rangersy. <laughs> I just realized. Uh I mean, if you if you Google something like Limit Break X Survivor. Hmm. I think that's uh that's the one I'm talking about at least. Okay. Or YouTube it. Limit but, break. Uh, yep. I got some other one. Uh, full metal. Full metal. Yeah. Intro to full metal. Yep. Um. Death Note. Yup. Death Note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um. Uh, so limit break X survivor. Me English dub full version. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is supposed oh, You got the slow one, though, I think. Oh. That was a slow version you said? Yeah, yeah, that's a slow one. Oh, okay. 
It's one's in there with a. Uh, it's like a rock song. Okay. The same lyrics, but it's rocking. Gotcha. Yeah, that that song gets me jacked. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we're a little tangent there, but yeah, I love. I've been watching a <laughs> nice shit ton. Of, rabbit hole. Yeah, I've been watching a shit ton of streams lately while playing. Uh, while playing Hades, Miskiff's Miss Gif, a fucking awesome streamer. Um, he had he had his girlfriend Maya and uh, this other couple. Um, what's this guy? What's his fucking name? I don't know. Anyways, they had this other couple come over to the house yesterday, and they did, they did a face painting stream, where the the Twitch chat had to, had to do a poll and decide which 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 couple had the better face uh, face painting. Which one did the better face painting? It was it was pretty entertaining. Um, oh, actually, let me segue into the loose butthole story. So I have it here. This what is a uh, so oh, what was the guy's name? Uh, fuck, I wish the guy. The guy, Nick. Okay, so Nick is going to tell a story about how he ate something and it made his butthole leak because he's uh, Miss Kiff got, got uh, sat in a chair, got up, and was like, "Why is this chair wet?" And then Nick's going to tell a story about why his butthole used to leak or still currently leaks. Let me turn this up here. What the goddamn? Relax. I'll sit you. Why is it wet, Nick? What? Why is it stained? I told you that I literally... Wait, start, I can just remove this pillow. I start farting when I get scared nervous. Nick, that's gross, dude. What do we tell you? Do I have a leaky butt? She's button? so troubled. Look at like, the look on her face. <sighs> yeah. She wants to cry. You want to hear the story of why I have a leaky butt? This is a true story. 2007. No, it's actually after that. I told you, my life went downhill. So my butthole didn't leak in 2007. Mm. So you, you know what DreamHack Sweden is? Yeah. You ever been there? No, but I've watched your videos on it. They're okay, great. Okay, so Do they have a place there called design. Max Burger. Uh-huh. I ate their fried chicken wings seven times in a row. That's your first and mistake. And it fucked up my yeah. intestines and caused me to have a leaky butt. <laughs> Forever? Up until recently, I fixed it. Do you want to know how I fixed it? And this is a God's honest true story. I put a butt plug in my butt <laughs> and practiced squeezing it closed and opening it up over and over again until I could hold the butt plug in my ass. No way. It's <laughs> I had a feeling it was gonna be something like that. <laughs> I, just, I I don't know. Let me um. Here, let Cork me find that bad boy. Yeah, I'm gonna find the picture. Um, it's very good. Yeah. Tell, um, so tell There's me a about. Picture? Yeah. Picture. Well, no, not not a picture of his butthole. They they have a picture of the <laughs> face painting, the end of the face painting thing. Uh, do you want, you have some topics, go, go to your topics real quick while I look up, look up this up. All right. So yeah. World Series happened. I heard yes, you like baseball. Or I do like baseball. baseball. Yeah. Um, curious, did you ever have a hated team? A team you can't fucking stand? Yankees, of course. You should know this. Yankees? Yeah. That makes sense. You have like a second? <laughs> I mean, obviously it's the Yankees, but was it, you have something that like, the you know, Mets. even further? Be the like, Mets. Eh, my second team to hit. Mate, Mets. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you're going to say all New York teams, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So um, I don't know if you heard the the the, the hubbaloo about it. Um, yes. Pitcher for the Rays. Yep. Uh, Blake Snell. He uh, he got pulled in Game Six. Yep. After he gave up a single. Now, have you ever heard of anything called um, advanced analytics? I'm assuming it's money balls type stuff where they they go in and say like this this um, computer algorithm told us that this is your peak. Efficiency, like if you go past inning six, you are your efficiency goes down twenty five percent. Shit like that. Yeah, 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 you got it. Yeah. So that's basically the thing here. Is uh, do you believe in that? 
that's like the new hot craze in sports. Everyone's got to find a coach or something that can right. uh, that that believes in that advanced uh, analytics. They got to have a team, and yeah. they get calls from up top and be like, "All right, we, it's time to do this because numbers say uh, that that it's going. This is going to happen. There's a high probability that this will happen after this. Is that something you think you believe in? Um, depends. I mean, they have um. In, in the movie Moneyball, which I recommended us, us, us watching it for next week, they have that theory, right. which worked for uh, the Oakland the Oakland A's back in like, you know, 2005, 2006, where they won like 23 games in a row. I mean, you could say that it was a fluke. Um, I think there is something to say. I think there you have to mix both analytics, computer algorithms, and also having a gut instinct in your people. Right. Clutch, understanding clutch. Yes. And uh, momentum. Yes. Yep. And uh, sometimes just straight up statistics don't mean anything to the individual. Exactly. Like they pulled him uh, in game six after he gave up a single and it, it lit the lit the uh, social media world on fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, they ended up going on to lose 4-2, uh, lose a series 4-2 after that game. Right. And a lot of people are like, fuck this uh, advanced analytics crap mm. because- just because I mean you're in the World Series, right? Yep. And I, I get that you wanna you want to uh, play the best possible game you can play. Yeah. But I mean, this guy's your st- like one of your studs, so right. you'd imagine you would ride it. Uh, you 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 would push that horse a little bit harder. Yeah. You know to uh and and see what he he, he I mean he doesn't want to lose. Right. So. It's a little, it's a little sketchy when, when it's in such a, a big game. I, I don't know if I believe that. I, I think in like a season long, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But uh, when you got, you got big games riding on the lines, I think for the most part, the uh, advanced analytics kind of go out the window because you got a lot of heart, guts, and just you know, just general atmosphere mm-hmm. that uh, I don't know. Intangibles. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yes, yes. Too many intangibles at that stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to have some faith in your guy. You you can't just say this guy is spent. It's not it's not a fucking video game where the guy's stamina is bars below a certain meter, and after that he's just that he's 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 gone. It's not like that. Right. Yeah. It wasn't even like he was winded or anything. He just got to he gave up that single, and they're like, all right, well, every time you've given up a single after this, uh, it's kind of downhill from here. You know, which which I guess would make sense. It would show that he's getting a little tired, but yeah. it's it's like he didn't want to come out. He was, he was ready to go. Right. I remember even back in the day when I was when I was watching baseball, like hundred pitches was like the maximum. Like you get to hundred pitches, and you're just spent. You're right. you're smoked, and you either get to hundred, you either win the game before hundred pitches, or you don't win the game. And it's like no, not necessarily. And also, it's this thing of like. Uh, pitchers need a three-day rest or four-day rest. You have this rotation of pitchers, and if they don't get four days, if they don't get exactly four days of rest, then they're just no good. And it's like, eh, really? Because in the playoffs and World Series, that gets sh- that gets shortened down to like two or three days, or even even sometimes one day. Yep. Um, I've seen that in the World Series or or the playoffs, you'll have a, a starter pitcher come into the come into do relief pitching. Sometimes uh, there was a classic uh, classic instance of Kurt Schilling in the World Series. He had surgery on his ankle or his Achilles heel, and he went on pitch like the next day, and you can you can see this like bloody his sock was bloody getting bloody sock. the bloody sock yeah exactly yeah so no I think too much yeah exactly like you were saying too much 
putting too much uh, influence on the stats and on the algorithm and on the analytics is not a good thing. Yeah. I see it a lot more in football now, too. And it's like, uh, say you got a fourth and one or something. Yeah. And it's not like they're taking the data specifically from your team either. They're taking data from all the teams. It's like on fourth and one, the smarter play that's worked for everybody is that they go for it in this territory. Mm. But you're not, you're, the whole league isn't just your team. Like, how does your team react in this situation? Yeah. The, it tells you to go for it, but does your team suck enough where you know it's not going to work and it's going to be a completely demoralizing hit if they don't get this, which it's probably a good chance you're not going to get that. And, and uh, now you've pretty much thrown the game because you know you gave up that that hot, that that big pressure moment kind of. Right. And you weren't able to convert when you needed to. Like, I don't know. There's There's just too many intangibles. To, to be throwing this around. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm completely convinced on it. I want yeah. to see what your take on it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, that hurt. <laughs> what, did oh. you, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am sorry. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I adjusted in my seat and I just caved my knee into the leg of the, the, the bar. Jesus. <laughs> oh, so you're, all right. Is this, taking, this yeah, the thing you got? Yeah, this is the sentiment picture of Maya, Miskiff, and uh, Nick and Molina after the face painting competition. You have Nick, the black guy on the right, as SpongeBob. You have Molina down the middle ah. as a creeper from Minecraft. And you have Miskiff uh -huh. as a clown. Okay. Yep. Not a clown from anything, just a clown. Just a sad clown, yep. Okay. Yep. Who won? Uh, the clown, the clown man, uh, Maya and Miskiff won the the competition there. What was the competition? Who has the best face paint? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going with the creeper. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really well done, actually. Right? Yeah. yeah. Was that the right answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic streams. Uh, this guy, I love Miskiff. He's one of the top streamers on 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 Twitch. So it's not like. Not, not, I'm not saying anything unpopular. It's a very based opinion. Uh, 19,000 viewers at the moment. I think he has something around 20,000 subs right now. Uh, yeah, It's a nice chunk of change. It is quite a nice bit of chunk of change. Um, he was saying, <laughs> he said in uh, recently that he forgot to pay his taxes last year. So that's probably not Ugh. a thing you want to be admitting on stream right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's something you probably want to get on top of pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about streams and shit, uh, man, ad blocks and you block, you block shit is getting out of control. Um, right now on Reddit, on Twitch, on Twitch slash Reddit, the, 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 the blah, the Reddit subreddit for twitch.com, they have a, a thread on there that says how you can get around the, the ads on Twitch. You just have to update your uBlock Origin ad blocker. And so it is this thing where every week now, almost on a daily basis now, Twitch is up updating their ad software and their ad, ad algorithm or whatever you want to call it to get around the the uBlock updates. And then uBlock has to make an update to get around Twitch's updates. So it's this 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 uh, arms this this arms race to see who can get around each other's uh Software updates quicker and faster and more efficiently. Oh, shit, sure. So, yeah, it is getting really crazy. Because back in the day, you could just 
plop on on a ad blocker and you'd be fine. But now Twitch is yeah. doing it's not even this thing of like, oh, I don't want to watch an ad every hour, so I'm gonna get this ad blocker and and block this one ad this for this one hour. Now you're seeing an if you're not subbed to a channel, you're seeing an ad, uh, an ad uh, on average every ten to fifteen minutes. It is yeah. fucking ridiculous. Now it's now how's that? That's not always been the case because right. I feel like since I've started, well, there, no, not since I've started using Twitch, but I noticed like probably a year for the last year, yeah, I've been getting hit with ad, ads a lot more, yep. and, and I remember t- telling you about this, and you're like, I don't ever get ads, yeah. and it's easy, I could, you just get in there. Uh, what you used to be able to do was if you got an ad, sometimes you get like on, on Doc's old channel, you would get like five ads in a row, yeah, and I would just close the stream completely, like x out of Twitch itself yep. and then i would uh open it back up and go back in and then i wouldn't have an ad to watch yep but i, I think they've they've since made it so every time you open up a new channel yep. you have to watch another ad yep but there was like ways around it just from a, a mobile phone but like i was saying before like i would get ads yeah all the time yeah and you you seem genuinely surprised that it was happening but i feel like i don't know Maybe maybe you were sub to the people that I, I was watching or something, and you didn't have that problem? On desktop, uh, I was not getting ads for a long time. Uh, the ad blocker okay. was working for every single ad. Um, not, then ads started slipping through. Uh, Ublock Origin did an update that blocked them all. And now it's this, like I said, it's this daily fucking grind of Ublock having to update their software and then Twitch updating theirs. Um, also, I didn't see a lot of ads back then because... Uh, I was on desktop and I had the ad on there. Yeah, I think yeah. I think mobile has some sort of software you can add to it, put on top of it, so you don't see ads on mobile. If you, because I remember it wasn't that what you were watching mostly. Uh, you were watching Twitch a lot on your phone. Yeah, yeah. So it's a different. Uh, I think Ublock might have a might have an app for stuff like that, but yeah. Gotcha. Uh, well, I mean, I found my own workaround too, yeah. and it's just I haven't been watching Twitch yeah. nearly as much as I used to. Yeah, <laughs> you have a thing here. Uh, like uh, I heard, WWE is fucking over. Yeah, their independent the, 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 contractors. The finally happening. Vince is yeah. uh, taking control of all 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 the uh, all the superstars. Ridiculous. Uh, Twitches. It's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, one of them. Uh, her name's Paige. Yep. She's a little bit more outspoken about it. She she broke her neck like twice, and she basically at twenty. Four, probably, maybe yeah. even younger. Right. She was uh forced to retire because she had her neck looked like stone cold by the end of his career. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. People like Edge, like all the reasons those guys had to retire, she had when she was like twenty three, which was totally messed up. And uh so she's she was kind of like a personality for them for a while, and then they stopped using her. So she gets paid to stay home now because yeah. they don't use her on TV, but she's still under contract. So. While a lot of these superstars made up their own accounts, you know, because everyone's doing it. Yep. Um, she is doing it because she's home all the time and you're going to, I mean, she's going to go crazy. Like she had like a history of, you know, drugs and stuff like that. So she needs to be, you know, keep moving to, to, yeah. to stay clean and all that. Yep. And the community helps her, you know, the, the whole story. But yep. anyways, she's not taking it as uh, kindly as the other Active wrestlers are while Vince took over all their channels, and they're all like, "Well, well I guess uh, I'll see you when I see you, Space Cowboy." Yeah, she's just like no. she's screaming Union now. Yeah, and uh, she's like, "I'm just gonna keep doing this and see what happens because you know this is fucked up." Yeah, I need this, and honestly, I'm getting paid more money on Twitch than I would under this contract. So yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah, 
But yeah, it's fucked up that that while these wrestlers are independent contractors, he can uh, the McMahons can come through and just you know take away this this stream of revenue. Now I I get it that like they're kind of his creation, but at the same time, a lot of these people use their own names, so it, there's weird lines to be drawn here, and it it just it kind of shows the scope of uh, what an independent contractor really is and, and how much bullshit it actually is. Yeah, I think I was telling you about a uh, um another podcast. It, it was Chris Jericho. He had uh um what, was I talking about this last week? Yes, the the guy that was on there. Uh... Andrew Yang. <laughs> Andrew Yang. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, that's, um, WWE, this, one of these things in, in particular, well, the independent contractor thing, he, he plans to go after, after he, uh, if, if he gets, if, uh, Biden, you know, gets the, the, the nomination, then he'll be getting a job like that and he'll be targeting WWE. So yeah. I, I'm kind of interested to see how that turns out because, yeah. You know that that something about that needs to change. It it don't smell right, right. and it's never smelled right. Right. If it's a thing where you are like supervising their uh, social media accounts, like oh you can't say this, can't say that, then that's fine. But that's, I think that's another thing that they're worried about is you know live streaming is a thing where you can't really. It's not a Twitter post. You can't just take down something that's controversial. You know, if you say this, if you say something on there, it's going to be up there for a long time. So, so I think I think it's one of those things where. It's not necessarily them. Well, it is a lot. Of, it is a lot of WWE saying we want to control where you get your money from. But also, I think it's something where they want to control what they're saying, what the message is getting out there. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah, yeah. I I recently saw this one clip too. Uh, AJ Styles. He has his son on there with him once in a while. This was before his his stream went down. But they were talking about a a, a wrestler they went to AEW while his wife stays in WWE, and the kid was like. Or he said to his kid, "Oh, did you hear that? Uh, you know, Rusev went to AEW, and he was like, oh, really? Cool. What about his wife?'" Uh-huh. And he was like, "Nah, his wife's still in WWE." And he's like, "Really? That sucks." And then AJ like turns to the 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 camera, and he's it was almost like he wasn't talking to his audience at that point. He was like talking to WWE if they were listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to understand, like, there's there's nothing weird about that. Like, you can work in different places, and you know that's true, but. You could definitely tell that the tone was he was speaking to his superior yeah. through the screen, like, easy, my, this is my kid. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, the thing is, Vince creates, the, the, the WWE is, he's created a world where he is supreme master. And, yep. And he's a control freak. Like, there's been documented stories about it. Like, you know, anyone that's ever worked with him, they say the same thing. He's just, he needs to have control of every single thing. It's his world. You're just living in it, and uh, yeah. yeah, this with this switch thing is just a, you know, just one of the things where it's just like he, he doesn't have control here, and he he found a way that he can have control, yep. and now he's doing it. So, yep, exactly. You are right with what you were saying, and yeah, there's a little bit more scope to it. Yep, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's just like it's this thing of like, are they an employee? No, they're an independent contractor. Okay, so what they do outside of WWE official business should not be allowed to have any controls. Uh, like McMahon should have no control over what they do outside of WWE uh, when they're off the clock, basically. So it's just like, right. <laughs> what are they? Are you going to pay them? 
are you going to pay them like an employee, give them health care, give them health insurance and, uh, you know, all this other stuff, 401k, you know, pensions, Hell all no. that stuff? No. Okay. Well, then they're not an employee. Therefore, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, except yeah. except not on Twitch. Wait, what? Are they are they your employee <laughs> or not? Like, figure out what they are. What the fuck? So he's they are whatever he needs them to be. Exactly, exactly. And then I mean, a lot of it too was these are people dream. This is, a lot of people. Uh, I mean, obviously, anyone that works for WWE, that's their dream job. Yeah. So it's not they could throw in any kind of contract in front of their face, and it's just like, well, this is what I have to do to achieve my dream. So yeah, I'm yeah. do it. Yeah. And now they get stuck in these. Things. Well, hell, there's people that ask for the release, and they're just like, no, I can't release you because I don't want you to go to this uh, rival promotion. And it's just like, so they'll just sit there. They're so stubborn. Well, they just sit there for like three years waiting out their contract and then just so they, they can't go somewhere else or can't yeah. go do something else. And, right. and that's how petty he can be sometimes. Right. It's it's just crazy. He, he really does need some kind of oversight because, yeah. I mean, I, I've stopped watching WWE just because it's, it's just a fucking circus. It's right. a clown show. <laughs> I honestly feel bad for yeah. these guys. I mean, they get paid money. They yeah. do. But it's like, you know, stories like Twi- uh, Paige, like 20... 23 and she had two broken necks like yep i don't know yep i don't know it's it's cringy when you think more about it and just where wrestling came from and eh. i'm sorry i'll get off my <laughs> <laughs> my horse here no it's fine it's <laughs> fine so this week we're celebrating 20 years of ps2 ps2 came out 20 years ago this week mm. so that would have been good system october a lot of good memories yeah october 2000 um, I, I got the PS2. It was one of the first consoles I bought with my own money. Uh, but yeah. I, I would have been 15, working at uh, Mickey D's. Had my own money. Bought a PS2. I think I played, I want to say I played uh, Andy's PS2 for a long time. Um, then I got my own. Played some Hot Shots Golf. Don't Let Me Cry. Uh, played some RPGs on there. I got the, uh, I got the fat PS2. So you got the hard drive in there when you got the Final Fantasy Eleven, oh, yeah. so that was pretty yep. cool. Uh, I remember going. To yeah, you were playing that before me. Yeah, I remember going to the GameStop. What was and your name? Your name was uh, Shinu. 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 S H I N U, which means death. In, means death, right? Means death in Japanese. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I remember playing. P- remember uh, mine? Huh? Remember mine? No. Noidesis. Noidesis, yes. <laughs> <laughs> was that a take on Dionysus, Dionysus the uh, the god of wine? Yeah, the, the, yeah, god, yeah, of wine. the, the god of wine. And yeah. God of tits and wine, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember uh, playing Final Fantasy XI with Alex in my room, and he had a, he had a PS2, several PS2, playing with him in my room, and we were playing, the first time we played, and we go to turn it off, and we asked somebody walking by, like, hey, how do we save... I was like, what, what are you fucking talking about? Because this is the first MMO I, right. I ever played. I was like, how do we save? Where's the save point? They're like, you're an idiot. Get out of here. <laughs> That's a waste of my time. Um, oh, man. That that logging out thing was awful. You had to kneel for like 30 seconds yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If you get attacked by an animal, you just like, you got you, you to gotta fight it. Like, you can't just log out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> I chose, I, I got tired of that game only because I chose the worst class to, to, uh, to level up to to the max to mid max, I, I mid maxed uh, samurai. Uh, samurai in Final Fantasy XI was the worst class because it had the le- the the worst qualities of every class. It couldn't defend like a paladin or warrior. 
It couldn't do DPS like a warrior or a black mage. And it couldn't do healing like a paladin. So it couldn't do anything. It was not like the best at anything. It was like so average at everything. Yeah. Um, you left and they buffed the shit out of Samurai for they? a while. Yeah. I, th- I, don't, I don't think you were there for the, uh, I don't remember what it was called, Alzabi expansion right. or whatever. The one was kind of like a, like a Middle Eastern feel. But um, yeah, yeah. They buffed Samurai. And they, I mean, everybody wanted a Samurai for their, their shit. Crazy. You want to talk about an exile class, be a Dragoon, man. Really? Dragoons were like next to worth. It's because a samurai could do everything better, and uh, yeah, and hmm. and and you needed sneak attack to be relevant. And like, if you could have sneak attack, and why wouldn't you have, you know, uh, a thief, right, or ninja, right? You know, I remember. Yeah, was, out of all the the DPS, dragoon was shitty, and and just it was just a terrible job too. Because for a long, like the first. I don't know, five or six years. A Dragoon, you know how you had the two-hour ability that was like Paladin could turn invincible for a while with infinite hate and like, I forget what, like maybe a Samurai had like a super special skill. Or, oh no, they, I think they dodged everything or countered everything. Mm, yeah. A Dragoon, they would summon their their Wavern. Right. And once your Wavern died, that was it. You had to wait two hours before you could summon <laughs> it again. Like what the hell's a Dragoon without your freaking Wavern? Jesus. <laughs> um. I remember, yeah, you said trigger attack. And I remember the the setup you had to do with thief. You had to do trigger attack, sneak attack, or you had to do one before the other to set it up. And somebody yep. had to be behind the thief and be between the thief and the mob, right behind them. Yeah. So the the mob had to be looking at the paladin, yep. and you had to be hiding behind somebody else, probably another. Or no, no, no. I think the warrior would like provoke it. Yeah. And then you would hide behind the paladin. Yeah. And then you would sneak attack, trick attack. Yep. All that hate would go to the paladin. Yeah. And that was just like kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, add, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Over and over I thought, and over again. Yeah. <laughs> over and over and over and over again. Yeah. The thing about the samurai was, wasn't it something where you do the, the chain attack, the chain explosion, right? You did the element elemental chain. Wasn't those things where it was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the. the Limit breaks. Limit like breaks, yeah. Somebody, you would do a, a limit break and then someone else would do one and then you yeah. you would create like an element chain. Yeah. And then your black mage would hit that element. Yeah. And then you would hit it for super magic burst. <laughs> super magic burst, exactly. Like that was the only thing that the the samurai had going for it before apparently this buff was that they could they could bring out any element. Like so they had so many different attacks. They had a, like a wind attack. Ah. They had the fire attack. They had this the water attack. So if you had a samurai in your in your team, and you wanted to do the the, the limit break, the elemental limit break thing, you could you could do that with them. So, yep, good times. Yeah. I mean, as, as as tormenting as that game was, that, that game that game was a master trolling you. <laughs> uh, I played the shit out of that game. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, well, that, you're right. That that was my first MMO as well. Yeah. And uh, I remember that first moment, like I, I appeared in Sandoria. Yes. And it just had, everything was going on around me. It was like a explosion of sights, sounds, yeah. wall of text. Yep. Yep. Japanese. <laughs> Buy from my bazaar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we were like third into the game because it was, you know, Japanese, it went from like PC to PS2, right? The PC people got it first. 
And Japanese got it. That would make sense. Japanese yeah. got it first, and then it went to PC, and then it went to PS2. And didn't you go to Xbox at one point? I think I remember yeah, seeing here. I had it on the Xbox 360. Yeah, you did, and I remember that. that like it, the the graphics, didn't they get better? Like you when you moved over, there was like holy shit. Look the, at the graphics, graphics were better. Yeah. Uh, Low times. I don't feel like it ran better though. No. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I, I my PS2 was. A tank, right? So I, my PS2 still works. Really? I don't know if you know. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I got I got a lot of respect for my PS2. I love that thing. Crazy. I I stopped playing my Xbox version of the game because it just it, it didn't feel the same. It it was slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while it looked good if you're standing still, you move around and it just went to shit. So interesting. Yeah. So um. So yeah. PS2, good on you. Good console. PS2. One of the best. Yeah. One of the best libraries. I remember I, I I played my first PS2 at Walmart. Yes. Yep. They had the they had the things out. Uh, when I finally bought it, I bought it with uh Grand Theft Auto, uh nice. Kingdom Hearts. Uh something else. But yeah, I played the shit out of Grand Theft Auto. Never beat it, but I just put, I went around shooting people all the time. Yeah, GTA three. Racing a car, running people over. Yeah. What's it's enamored with their uh, their their people physics. <laughs> the ragdoll, yeah. Doing cartwheels through the air. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say the uh, I got it. I got the console, but they were sold out of memory cards. So I was I kept playing through uh, Devil May Cry a bunch of times, but I couldn't save. Mm. So that kind of sucked. Um. Yo, you remember uh, the SmackDown vs. Raws? And yes. Yep. Those competitions. Oh yeah. Yep. Our our creative characters. Yep. <laughs> my dudes are always like super jack like they're on synthol yep. <laughs> like not not like steroids no. where it's proportionate right. like when when somebody injects that that gas and it just swells their muscles up and it's just like they all they are is massive uh fake bicep and then like they didn't do anything to their forearms yeah. so it just looks like a pencil cut like a turkey leg for your arm <laughs> yeah exactly that's what my guys would look like yep uh, so let's move on. Um, let's see the bunch of podcasts this week. Listen to Binge Mode, new Ringer show. I'm so, I'm obsessed with the Ringer uh, podcast network. You're welcome, man. I love the Ringer now, Mister. They Bill got Simmons. a lot of good content. I like them. Yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, let me see. I have I'm subscribed to like three of them. Three of theirs: Big Picture, Binge Mode, and the re rewatchables. Hard word to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the Exorcist just recently. I'm assuming for. The spooky holiday season, Halloween season. Yep. I listened to that one, actually. Did you? I was listening to that today. I. It's so interesting hearing, because first of all, I guess these guys are like, I didn't realize, you don't realize how old people are <laughs> when you're listening to them, because they don't sound old, but like Bill Simmons is like in his 50s, a bunch of these guys are like mid to late 40s. Um, and it's just interesting to, to hear people's different perspectives on movies and like... People that have been around for a long time, and, and they were talking about being like, you know, the, the things you don't realize uh, watching movies and not not living down. I guess it took place down in Washington D.C., Georgetown area. I guess they're they, you know, again they're they're big sports guys. I guess they lived down there, and it's just interesting to hear people's uh, perspective that have been, you know, gone to. I guess they went to college down there, and, and it's just. I keep saying the word fascinating, but it is so fascinating to hear uh, people that have 
interesting lives <laughs> who have like gone to school in these highfalutin, you know, colleges and, you know, no shit about the area and about the time period and about all the stuff that was going around around that time period. Um, do you know what I'm trying to say or no? Not really. Well, I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I imagine when, when when you're 50 and people listen to you talk, they're going to think the same thing. It's like, how the fuck's he know so much? Yeah, exactly. But it's just what you know compared to what he already knows. It, it, he seems worldly. He does. He, I mean, he is worldly, but that's probably, I mean, he is worldly. He, he was, uh, uh, he, he wrote so much shit. He followed so much sports. Like he, he knows yeah. his shit, like pop culture, all that. Yeah. But, uh. I I know what you're saying. I mean, there's gonna be there's gonna come a day when someone's listening to you talk and they're just like, oh man, like, <laughs> how do you know so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they they were talking. Well, huh? you see, for between the ages of 36 and now, I, I've listened to about 80,000 podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the I love that episode of the of the rewatchables. Um, but also they've done this new one called Binge Mode, which I guess has been around for a while. Um, they have several seasons. They did. Uh, they they did Game of Thrones. They did Harry Potter. They did uh, Star Wars. They did Saga, the comic book. Yeah. And now they're doing uh, the MCU. They started on Monday, I want to say, with Iron Man. Yesterday they had you at hello. They had me at hello exactly. <laughs> uh, they did the Incredible Hulk yesterday. It is this like half scripted, half off the cuff. Um, podcast where they they dive super super deep into all this stuff, um, and it's like why why did you you know I, I feel like a lot of people's perspective is like you know you want to hear off the cuff, um, shooting the shit type shows, and I feel like I've I've listened to so many of those about you know doing the rankings movie podcasts where it's off the cuff, it's shooting the shit, and I'm I'm ready for you know a scripted uh, a sort of show like this. It's very very well written. They they sort of wax poetically about the show them about all these movies. Um, I don't know if you listened to any of them so far. I haven't listened to any of the the binge mode. Yeah, that I can recall. Yeah, yeah. it's very good. They're both very again. They're both very extremely knowledgeable about the movies themselves, the behind the scenes stuff. Um, yeah, very 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 well done. Highly recommend that one. Uh, what else today? Uh, Freedom. Freedom is finally back. Freedom is. Uh, let me see. It's Lauren, Lauren Lapkus. It is uh, Scott Ackerman and Paul F. Paul, Paul F. Tompkins uh, talking around, uh, shooting the shit off the cuff sort of stuff. But it is hilarious. Um, they're one of the few podcasts that are doing it uh, not in a studio, but in one of theirs backyards. So they're all you know socially distanced. But it is it is interesting to hear a podcast now since March where everyone's in the same studio and they're not talking over each other because they're on Zoom or whatever. So if you want to hear a new podcast that sounds like an old podcast, check out Freedom. Um, new, season of, new season of Dr. Death just started. Uh, let me see what this one is about. Uh, this season is about uh, Dr. Farid Fatah. Um, in 2013, he, is, he was basically uh, uh, involved in insurance fraud by giving patients uh, chemotherapy that never had cancer. So he was basically what an asshole. Yeah, getting all this money from these um chemotherapy companies and built this giant not like an empire of chemotherapy uh institutions where this one woman walked in and they're interviewing these people that that went through his program 
uh, back in 2013 and said there was just this giant, gigantic building they walked into, and they had dozens and dozens of uh, of people just in chairs sitting around getting chemotherapy, and it was just this fucking um, franchise he basically had of getting people in, getting people out as quickly as possible. So yeah, very very sick, very sick man apparently. Yeah. So those are podcasts I listened to this week. Uh, you said you listened to a couple this week as well. Yeah, I got a couple. Okay. Uh, listened to one, uh, another one of my rivals. Once uh, they, they pitted Clapton against Hendricks. Yeah, and uh, I got a kick out of this. Um, so story behind Hendricks, uh, Clapton's first interaction with Hendricks. Uh, Clapton was on stage. It was over in UK, and uh, he he was playing with Cream. And his agent came up to him. He's like, hey, I, I know somebody kind of wants to meet you and, you know, jam with you, whatever. And, he's, and I mean, cream over there was kind of like cream of the crop, you know, rise to the top. And then it was kind of an unusual request, and, but they ended up doing it. And, uh, like, in Hendrix just ended up blowing them away. And uh, dude was so sh- – Clapton was so shook about it that there, there was actual – he actually said something, and they, they caught him outside, and he was nervously smoking cigarettes, and uh, he was pissed, and he, he looks at his agent, and was just like, uh, quote, you never told me he was that fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then after that, he just kind of like started emulating uh, Hendrix, like just the things he could do with the guitar, like play, trying to play with his mouth, and uh, ended up getting a perm and started doing some psychedelic uh, outfits. Um it's not a rivalry in the sense where they're like pitted, pitted, pitted against each other. Um, it was it was kind of, it was a mutual respect. They're friends and yeah. uh, try to try to. Uh, I'm not gonna say one up. I mean, I, I don't know. They're, yeah, they. I mean, you know, it's just a, a healthy rivalry. One of those friendship rivalry types. Yeah. Uh, some one of the guys had made the comparison that. Uh, Hendrix is the John Wilkes Booth to, to Eric Clapton's uh, Lincoln, <laughs> <laughs> but like if if because it's just like he didn't even he didn't know this guy, and then he's just like yeah sure I thought this was just gonna be a, a friendly session, and then everybody's gonna watch us play on stage, and then he just fucking just kills him, just kills <laughs> yeah. him right on stage in front of everybody. Yep. <laughs> but um, I I mean a lot of this uh, they got into what I what I'm always wondering about uh. I said it to you about Cobain, because mm. uh, Hendrix dies at 27, Cobain dies at 27, and the question I got to ask, I, I feel like I ask it a lot, but do you think it's better to burn bright, burn fast, than to fade away? Right. Because Hendrix burned bright, burned fast. Shit that he did with the guitar was insane. You listen to his music, it's it's just, it's nutty. You can't even take away from Clapton, because Clapton was... A, Phenomenal guitarist in his own right, but I mean the way they they put it was Clapton was a king on guitar. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from him, but Hendrix was a god. Yeah, you know, and did dying at 27 immortalize Hendrix? Yeah, like if Clapton say died after he made Layla, right? <laughs> could he have reached this kind of pinnacle? Uh, this this post human. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Post, post, posthumous. Posthumous. Thank you. I never get that word. <laughs> right. right. Posthumous uh, status that that Hendrix has, or like conversely, if Hendrix was still alive, what would it take to bring like tarnish his legacy? Because 
you know, stay alive long enough to, to see yourself become the villain? Like, would he have to put out a synth rock album? Yeah. Because, I mean, that was starting to, to pick up back then. Right. Or would he have to make, like, a collaboration with Pitbull, you know, for people to start <laughs> hating on him? Yeah. <laughs> well. So, uh, it's yeah. just, they're, they're fun questions to ask, and it's, I mean, you'll never know. Yeah. You'll never know. But, oh, like, what Hendrix could do to guitar, he, hell, he, he influenced Clapton. Yes. And, and, and millions of other people. Yep. Assuredly. Anyone in music knows Hendrix music. Um, but... Like if he, if he was alive longer, would he have ruined that in a way? Like would he? I don't know. Yeah. Like Cobain would like would Cobain have done something that's kind of like all right, dude? Like, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, they're, they're fun questions to ask. It's things you'll never know, but I got I, got, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Very cool. What is it that what is the podcast called? Uh, rival uh, music's. Greatest rival, rivals or something. Music's greatest rivals. Is it? Oh yeah, rivals. Music. Sorry. Yeah. Rivals. Music's greatest feuds. Yeah, I'm looking at the list here. Wow, I get a lot of them. Uh, it's a it's an iHeartRadio thing. They 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 pump out a lot of content. They do. Too. They do. They got Taylor Swift versus Katy Perry, Elton John versus yep. Billy, uh, Billy Joel. Uh, what the? F- oh, the 1975. You, do you like Clapton? Huh. Uh, do you listen to Clapton and uh, Hendrix? Have you? I'm sure you have. I've heard all. I heard their songs, their main songs. Uh, uh, yeah. When I think they put Hendrix's stuff on Rock Band, I went back and listened to all his stuff. Yeah, it's very, very good. Um, and Voodoo Child, yeah, is amazing. Voodoo Child, yeah, it's just amazing. Well, yeah, yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is. But also, have you heard? Have you heard? Um, let me see. Let me go to Spotify and look this up. He has one that is insanely difficult to play on guitar. I tried to do it when I was learning guitar. It is called uh, Little Wing, I think. Let me see. Little Wing, yeah, yeah. Let's say that. Something Wing. I, I don't little, little. Let me uh, pump this through. It sounds like two guitars at once. Right. That's uh, what, what is it? What is it? DMCA takedown. <laughs> yeah. <Shit>. Live, <laughs> doing it live. Well, she's walking. Yes. So that's that's yeah, incredible. Yeah, guys, that, no, that's a good jam. Yeah, oh, that's actually when you, uh, you look up top Hendrix songs, that that actually is often number one. Didn't know that. Yeah, uh, on yep. Spotify right now, number one is, of course, all the big ones, all along the Watchtower. Apparently, uh, Dylan, yeah, Dylan played that uh, electric on electric guitar after that came out. Um, Purple Haze, Hey Joe, and then Little Wing is number four. Dylan basically conceded that song to to Hendrix. Yes, yes, he did. He's like, I wrote it, I, but <laughs> he that's his song now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He made that song his bitch. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to Halloween-y stuff. We have the Halloween. Hold on one second. Yeah. Did you listen to that Why I Hate That Album, Lou Reed thing? No, I haven't listened to Why I Hate Why, Oh my God. Why I Hate This Album. That album is genuinely trash. The one time I, <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly agreed. That honestly, the Lou Reed's uh, Metallica collab, mm-hmm. 
is literally the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. In fact, it's so bad that I've listed five things that I would rather hear than that. Go ahead. You want to yes. hear them? All right. One, my parents banging. <laughs> Two, industrial size belts drive sque- squealing. Mm-hmm. Three, that squeak uh, when your teeth are just wet enough where it's not a grind when you, it, it just kind of slides. Right. It's like you, you hear it more in your head yes. than you do. Like nobody else really hears right. it. You hear it, and that's enough. I'd rather hear that than listen to this. Uh, the water drip from a faucet that doesn't turn off? Yep. You can't get it closed all the right. way? And my, and my last one, that sound vomit makes, you know, when it hits a hard floor. <laughs> it's not just like liquid hitting the floor. It's like it hits the floor, and you're like, that's vomit. Yeah. And you know you got to go clean that up. Right. It just happened in the room next right. to you. I'd rather listen to that on a loop. Isn't the sound- to listen- isn't the sound of somebody about to puke, like a cat or like a person about to puke, worse than the pu- the, the the puke happening? Like the like that's a- I mean, I think I don't know. I I think that it's it. What happens when you hear it? It starts triggering something in right. you. So I guess uh, what it does to you physically. Right. Yeah. 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 I guess that could be worse. <laughs> but you know, say like. You're not in the room with them, but you just hear that splatter. Yeah. Like, oh, that sick person just went in my kitchen. Yeah. Oh, it turns out he ate hot dogs and Gatorade. <laughs> Damien, you know anybody like I that? I don't. I don't know. I don't have any no. idea what yeah. you're possibly talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear that noise, and you're like, someone just threw up in my kitchen. Someone just threw up in my kitchen. Didn't the acid like eat through your, your, your cabinets? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> the, the yeah the the sides were like kind of peeling off like paint like the the acid from it. I, I'd have to guess. Yep. I thought you, man. I thought you uh, had like some kind of superpower call you reflux man or something because like you just melted my cabinets. Yep, yep. incredible. <laughs> it was a crime scene. Did you get your deposit back on that house? I don't remember. Yep. I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> Dude, Alex put his ass through the window <laughs> twice. Yeah. Uh yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. Good times. Yep. My cat scratched the the shit out of that wall. One of his oh, walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the uh horror movie uh tournament, bracket tournament. Do you want to yeah. get into that? Yeah, let's get okay. into that. I don't have it pulled up. I think you do. While you do that, let me pull up this stream here with uh Three streamers, QT Cinderella, Minx, and uh, I forgot the last person's name. Uh, They're cosplaying as the witches from uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah, the Sam Michelle Geller one. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, well, the top one, look at those, look at them, uh, look at them dumpers. Wait, not, not dumpers. Uh, S- sweater puppies. Sweater puppies, exactly. Or sweater hogs. Sweater, Sorry, my bad. Sweater hogs. <laughs> you remember their names? Uh, I forget what her, uh, their name was. Um, let me see. Who played Bette Mid- Midler? Was that yes. her? Yeah. Oh, man, she was something. She was something. Uh, so one was called Win- Winifred. One was Mary. One was Sarah. Winifred. Yeah, Winifred. That was, that was the black-haired one. The one we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge knockers. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to set this up? You want me to? 
No, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So, yeah, I mean, we we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight, eight matchups. And I mean, Halloween's tomorrow. Do you just want to pound out the rest of this? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do the whole thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, Conjuring versus Exorcist. Exorcist, hands down, no contest. Exorcist 2. Fuck Conjuring. I actually watched it. It's just a jump scare, man. Over and over again. Yeah. Wow. Fuck jump scares. That's not that's not real horror, you know? Okay. All right. <laughs> and this one's actually kind of tough for me. Uh, I actually watched Sinister recently as well. And um, this one, it's Halloween versus Sinister. Yeah. What you got? Um. So, yeah, I'm going to say Halloween. I haven't seen Sinister. Uh, what do you say? If you, I'm actually going to say Halloween too. All right, fantastic. Yeah, Sinister was a good movie. It was more like a a, a crime thriller kind of thing, but uh, I just that one of the 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 main bad guy looked like uh, the hell's his name? Uh, looks like Mick Thompson from uh, Slipknot. I couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right. Baba Duke versus her, uh, Hereditary. Hereditary. I'm going to go with that too. Uh, I never got around to watching Baba Duke, but I read about it and it seems pretty messed up. It seems like one of those uh, psychological ones. Uh, but I've actually seen Hereditary and it's got some wild shit in it. Yeah. So yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Poltergeist versus Grudge. Poltergeist versus The Grudge. Um, Poltergeist. Yeah, I was going Grudge. Oh, all right. Interesting. Yeah. Well, try to convince me here. Why do you think Poltergeist? I mean, it's just a classic. It is uh, got those classic yeah. images. The the images are are forever burned in my into my head when I saw it as a kid. <clears throat> that demon skull flying out of the portal when. Uh, when Craig T. Nelson pulls his daughter out of it, um, you have the the weird like lights coming down, like the, the, the um, aurora borealis in the house itself. Um, uh, yeah, <clears> it was wild. You have, I think this is one of the first instances of like the camera pans away from the kitchen, and then the kitchen is just totally demolished. Cabinets are open. Everything's over the floor. Um, really good uh, practical effects, amazing practical effects. You have the scene. You have classic moments of the scene where the kid is in bed and the clown is coming out of the closet, and terrifying the kid. I was terrified of closets yeah. and clowns. Not not really yeah. clowns, but like uh, dolls that were sitting in the corner of my room for a long time. Couldn't have anything in my room for a long time after that. Just so many, uh, so many iconic moments. Uh, uh, really get stuck in my head from that movie. So. I uh I just texted somebody what they thought and they picked Poltergeist as yeah. well so Poltergeist and nice fans. all right uh Nightmare Before Christmas versus Hocus Pocus uh I'm gonna go ahead and say Nightmare Before Christmas I'm gonna say Hocus Pocus okay I mean <coughs> again it's the songs I think Ho- Nightmare Before Christmas has better songs has better images um. I haven't seen Hocus Pocus in a long time, but it seems to me like uh, it had less, less good songs. I mean, <laughs> obviously it wasn't a musical. Like <laughs> I put a huh? spell on you, now yeah. you're mine. Sure, sure. It has that one. That's it. That's that's basically it. That's the only song they had. Yeah, um, but yeah, just Nightmare Before Christmas. You are right though. It had that uh, 
had had some bangers. Yes. Kidnapped a Santa yep, Claus. Yep, yep. Uh, Oogie Boogie was just like this nasty bag of. I don't know. I kind of want to change my answer now. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I changed my answer. Okay. Nightmare Before Christmas. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, Shaun of the Dead, Beetlejuice. <clears throat> this is a tough one. Both comedy horrors, horror comedies. Um, yep. Man, I can't I can't use my usual, it's got the most moments or the most best moments because they both have amazing moments and iconic. Equal. Oh, this is a stumper for it him. It really is. God damn. Um, you want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, you go first. Yeah. Helps? Can you, though? Um, <laughs> uh, in, in the interest of the Halloween spirit, I'm going to go with Beetlejuice. I think Beetlejuice was a, a little bit more uh, traumatic. Shaun of the Dead is a great movie, but Beetlejuice, I remember there were scenes of Beetlejuice that are just like... Uh, the stone statues, like grabbing onto people, yeah. those worms in the desert, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, just gnarly stuff. I'm picking Beetlejuice. Yeah, creep me this, out more. The um, the scene we did for Andy's wedding, the the, the yeah, the, yeah, the musical scene. Yeah, okay, Beetlejuice. Audience had no fucking clue. What yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> you pick Beetlejuice. Yes. Yep. All right, all right. Uh, Alien, Zombie Land. Said alien or aliens? Alien. Alien. Aliens. Well, alien. The one with uh, the alien. Well, yes, but there is alien and aliens are two different movies. Um, the one with Sigourney Weaver. They both have Sigourney Weaver. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> she was in two movies and it's alien aliens. Yes. You didn't know this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've watched both and didn't realize. <laughs> Um, Alien, Elite One, 1979 versus Zombieland. Uh, I'm going to say Alien, no contest. It is the, the horror movie. Well, I'm just, I'm like you want to say, you, like you said, in the interest of the essential, the, the most, the most horror movie of these two in the Halloween season, Alien is more, ho- is more horror than Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah. Zombieland was definitely funnier, yeah. but, uh. I mean, if it was Alien or Aliens, does your answer change? Alien One, yeah, because Alien Two, Aliens, Alien Two is a uh, action movie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now right, right. we're on the same yeah. page now. Alien, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, we there. Yep. Thing versus Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I know Hocus Pocus is on twice. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the thing accident. Uh, and yeah, I forgot which thing. one I left yep. out. Thing. All right, I'm gonna go with you because. You seem you seem convinced. Yeah. All right. Back to the top. Exorcist versus Halloween. <clears throat> Exorcist versus Halloween. Um, Exorcist. I'm going. It Halloween. is the Exorcist is the scariest move of all time. Halloween is. Well, no, yes. no, no, no. It's not the the scariest. It movie is of the all scariest time. movie of all time. Although it is scary, I will admit because it was a, it's a very real situation. Uh, and I, I, I'm of this mindset, and, and stop me if you f- feel the same way, or I might have said it before, but like, you know how you just sometimes you just believe in something, yes. like religion. Like you, you, I'm sure you're at the point where you either believe or you yes. don't believe. You know what right. you believe. Um, but you ever get this feeling where it's just like I need to not believe this is a possibility, right. because if I even start to believe that it's a possibility, right. that leaves me susceptible 
to all the things right. that are happening. Like, like um, what's your name in the skeleton key? Who's in the skeleton key? The uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. What's her fucking name? Ah, yeah, um, uh, Kate, Kate Hudson. Yeah, like she, she only. Yeah, the voodoo. She can't believe that voodoo exactly. exists because then she's gonna get voodoo. So you on. don't want to. Yeah, exactly. You don't like want that. Exorcist to move on because you don't want to believe in the devil <laughs> or Pazuzu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. Yeah, I don't want this kind of shit to happen to me. Now Halloween, there's really. I mean, that that stuff just. I know that happens. All right, I know there's weirdos out there killing people and this that makes sense but exorcist is just one of those things where it's like i can't i can't believe for a second that this is possible <laughs> because that leads me to and there's an opportunity that i get screwed <laughs> either way uh i texted somebody exorcist advances thank you good so all right <laughs> well the i'm not saying exorcist <clears throat> is a bad movie and in fact halloween you know, took so many tropes from Exorcist that, you know, Exorcist deserves to be to advance. They were talking about this on the Ringer um, on the Exorcist uh, rewatchables. They were saying how Exorcist and Halloween share, like you said, share the same sort of template where <clears throat> the first forty minutes of Exorcist and the first forty minutes of Halloween are this this like everything's normal. Like Laurie Schrode is going to high school. Regan is, you know, having a normal life for the first forty minutes. It's very very normal. Like you said, it's a, it's a, yeah, Halloween very influenced by Exorcist in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, Halloween <clears throat> is probably my favorite horror movie if I was to say that I have one. Okay. So that's Fair. why I would advance okay. that. But, uh, okay. So Exorcist moves yes. on. Let's see. Now we are at Hereditary versus Poltergeist. Hereditary versus Poltergeist? Yep. <clears throat> now it's getting tough for me. These are, these are going to be tough ones. Uh, yeah. 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 I like it. I like to watch you yes. squirm. So what I'm comparing in my mind right now is like uh, 30, 30 year old me. What, what what affected me more versus what what affected twelve year old me? Like what what has what had more of a prof- profound effect on my psyche? So which is obviously a hereditary was the, affected thirty year old me versus poltergeist affecting a child me. Um, true, true. I gotta I gotta say just because of. Hereditary doing that thing that I've never seen a horror movie do. Still, I haven't seen it do, which is not treat the, the audience like like a stupid person. Like treat the audience with respect. Uh, with that scene we watched um, at the very end, where the scary thing is not lit up; it's in it's in darkness. Um, t- yeah, part of the background. Tony Collette, yeah, she's Tony Collette is um, camouflage into the background. You can't see her, and the camera, the camera, and the filmmaker is trusting you. To follow, to have your own eye follow it and track it. They don't. They don't put anything on Tony Clutch's character in the corner of the room. They just they expect you to be able to see it. So because of that, I'm going to say hereditary. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I had Grudge beating Poltergeist, and honestly, Hereditary would beat Grudge. So A plus B, <laughs> A A plus C equals C B B. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Hereditary. <laughs> Ah, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Beetlejuice. Um, let's see. I'm gonna say Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. You think about it, uh, Jack Skeleton and Beetlejuice kind of had the same outfit. They really going did. On. Yeah. Yeah. Never made that comparison right. before. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Alien versus the Thing. 
Um, Alien versus the Thing. Oh shit! Ah oh, shit! Yeah, you really like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like both these movies very much. Um, Alien versus the Thing. So I saw the Thing just recently this year, maybe a couple, a couple months ago. Um, I've seen the, I've seen Alien dozens of times. Um, so we got two psychological horror movies, sci-fi, two psychological sci-fi horror movies. Because you don't see the thing almost ever. You don't see the you don't see the alien almost ever. So we can't compare both. Those are both very good at what they do in the in that way. Um The ending to the thing is so fucking good that I don't think most people even know what happened. Have you seen the thing? The end of the thing? I think we talked about this when I saw it. No. No, I haven't. I haven't you haven't seen it. the thing? Okay. Um so I won't talk about it, but the alien ending is very, very good. Classic ending. You see some, you see, uh, what's your name? Is Badunk, Badunk, or Dumper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said it, yeah. not me. Carrie, yeah. if you're listening, he yeah. said it, not yeah. me. Um, God damn. I'm going to say alien just because of the visuals. You got the visuals, you got the, the music, okay. you got the tension ramping up, you got the classic alien like the, the the creature, so what I'm thinking right now is the creature versus the creature, the thing, and the thing versus the alien. What looks better? What's more terrifying? What's a better, um, you know, all time creature? We're talking creatures. The alien. Yep. Somebody go alien. Had that great scene, the the classic moment okay. with the of the thing bursting out of the guy's chest. All time classic moment. So, alien for yeah, me, for sure. Yeah, you put a lot of thought yeah. in that, and I'm going to piggyback on that. Okay, put alien. thank you. Who who wins in a fight, alien or the thing? <laughs> the the thing is like not even a thing. It's like a it's like a parasite that gets into people. <laughs> so I think if if it manifests, if the thing manifests itself in a physical form, I think alien takes it because alien when it, when the alien bleeds, it's got that it's got that um acidic blood to it. So I think in a physical brawl between the both of them, I think alien comes out on top. Good talk. All right, here we go. I think this one. If you saw the last one, it's yeah. tough. Here we go. Exorcist. Versus hereditary. Uh, this is not as tough as you think it would be because, like we said, listen to the Rewatchables podcast talking about it, breaking it, breaking it down, why it's so good. Um, and hereditary, as good as it is, is not Exorcist. It's, it is a different thing, different beast altogether. It's a psychological thriller. <clears throat> Exorcist is also that, but it just has some of the best moments of all time. Uh, and you think about from, it's it's a, almost a fifty year old movie, and we're still talking about it. I don't know if we'll be talking about hereditary in fifty years, so I'm gonna say exorcist. All right. I thought that'd be a little hard for you. Yeah, it should I feel like you've said, quote, hereditary is my absolute favorite. Um favorite well so in this in this competition, in this in this uh one v one, we're talking about favorite versus best. So I'm gonna say Okay, so you're showing respect. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I get it. Okay. Uh I also picked exorcist exorcist as well. I I don't think Hereditary is on the level right. of Exorcist. Right. And uh, while I advanced it through all the other ones, yeah, you're all right. Exorcist kind of yeah. transcends it. I actually had a question. I was thinking about it when I was listening to these guys yeah. talk about Exorcist. I know people don't like um, remakes. Well, not specific, specifically when they take liberties, uh-huh. like too many liberties. Like, uh, what, like Halloween had one. When Rob Zombie took it, uh, people hated it, uh, the direction he took the yep. characters and all that. <clears throat> yep. What if they just made a movie, like people talk about in video games, like 
Just just give me better graphics. Like, change the damn thing. Just give <laughs> yeah. me better graphics. What if they took Exorcist? You know, the whole exact same exact dialogue. Nothing changes. They just made the special effects like twenty twenty. Yeah. Let's well, interest. That be what, what would you think about that? It's interesting because in that in that discussion they had, they did talk about the the practical effects being very good. I think he said one moment look looks kind of iffy, but <clears throat> there are very few moments in that movie. Where you can look at it and be like, "Ugh, no, gross!" That everything except for this moment or that moment is like nothing really in there that you would need to update. I mean, it's it's all there is no CGI in that movie. I don't believe. <clears throat> except no, no, for sure. But the makeups come along. Yeah, way. exactly. Like yeah, like we were saying no. with the blood. I was just watching uh, a couple things from the seventies where the blood is like I don't know what they're what they were doing back then, like in the seventies and eighties with blood, but it's this like bright red. Uh, tint, tint, yeah, super bright, bright yeah. red uh, tint to it. So, super thin too. Yeah. It was never. It wasn't like thick, right. you know. I mean, the, in Carrie, it was thick, yeah. but like if you had like a Freddy, yeah. it was more like just like a geyser of red water, yeah. you know. Yeah, I guess so. In that, in that sense, I guess you could update it in that way. But yeah, I there's not a lot in there where you could you could uh, really improve upon it. Then you, also you got to do the casting. You got to do a new cast. You have to have a good a good you know. Um, Casting would be tough, yeah. And a good they, young person, like yeah. one of the best. One of the best things about Exorcist is, uh, what's her name? The girl, actually, oh, Linda, Linda Blair. Blair? Linda, Linda Blair. Like you have like this iconic performance in there of this like twelve year old, thirteen year old girl, and they were saying, I don't know if they brought this up in the podcast, but they were saying when they cast her, and they the guy the freaking asked her like, do, do you know what like masturbation is? Do you know what all this like? Stuff is that you're going to be doing that this character is doing to herself. She's like, yeah, it's fine, I get it. <laughs> and also, like like they were saying, his his behavior, William Friedkin, the director's behavior uh, on set was not great. It was very abusive and oh, yeah. kind of unforgivable. But also, he got some incredible performances out of his people by doing that. And you can't do that today. So again, I think all of that together, I don't think. You wouldn't get the same thing out of it, like you said. It, it, to do to redo it, you'd be doing it to sort of improve upon the prosthetics and the practical effects. But I don't think it'd be worth it because you'd be getting, I think, worse performances out of people. That's true. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, consider if someone had a true star performance yeah. in it. Not everybody's easily replaceable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and and they, I think they even addressed it too the uproar yeah. that that they don't think that. Obviously, the scene yeah. um, that everybody knows from yeah. that movie, uh, they couldn't get away with that in 2020 either. Right. They don't think that... I, yeah, so they couldn't just straight up remake this movie because they'd be like, people would be like, no, no, you yeah, can't no. do that. No, not allowed. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> you got away with... Didn't they, uh, they say that the, the director shot a gun off by yep. someone's head to try to get like get yep. him nervous? Yep, yep. <laughs> and they said... He, he, this guy's crazy. He told Jason Miller... The guy that plays uh, Father Karras, that the that the puke, the uh, the the soup, the pea soup, was going to shoot onto his chest, but it actually shot in his face, and that's the actual reaction they got out of him. <laughs> so, yeah, there was multiple. There was multiple. Yeah, like you said, the gunshot. I think he yelled and screamed at somebody at one point. Uh, wasn't it at the end the uh, the priest that comes by and does his uh, Father Karras's last wishes or last last um, whatever blessings or whatever it was that he yelled at him, slapped him in the face before that scene or something? Yeah. Punched, punched him. him, yes, exactly. <laughs> Just uh yeah, wow. not not great. It wouldn't no, at all. Okay. All right, interesting. 
Uh, all right, so where were we? Um, so Exorcist 1 over Hereditary. Yep. So we got Poltergeist first Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice? Is it? Poltergeist. Um, Beetlejuice beat Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Yes. No, I thought Nightmare won because of okay. the songs. Or no. <laughs> Nightmare beat Hocus Pocus because of the yes. songs. Beetlejuice beat Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Yeah. And then it was Beetlejuice versus Xmas. Nightmare. Nightmare. And what won? So who won that? Uh, did we do it yet? Yeah. Yeah, that was last round. I said Beetlejuice. Uh, yes, yeah, because I, then I said because of the song that we did at the, the, the wedding, right? And then I said like their outfits were kind of yeah. the same, and I never realized that yep. before. Okay, so we're doing yeah. what now? Yeah, that'd been funny if we go back on the tape. You're like, oh yeah, I said Beetlejuice, and we both <laughs> <Yep>. said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Beetlejuice. Uh, okay, so it's Beetlejuice versus Poltergeist. Um, damn, uh, completely different movies. Um, yeah. I would say again, going back to what has the best moments, um, Poltergeist. I'm gonna say Poltergeist, just based on what's scarier, what's a better horror movie. Um, yeah, Poltergeist has has the moments okay. over Beetlejuice. I think we're gonna need some. Uh, <laughs> All right. Third. Do you have a Do you have a dryer going in the background? What's going on back there? I do. You yeah. can hear that. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. One second. How about now? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah, her mic was actually on, and it's like halfway oh. in the other room. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I I picked Beetlejuice, and actually the third party picked Beetlejuice as well. Oh, so okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to take – so Exorcist seems like it's got – it deserves a buy. It seems like it's the number <laughs> yes. one seed. Uh, this – this, this list is a little uneven, yeah. so Beetlejuice goes up against the thing right now. What do you think? Beetlejuice versus the thing? Oh, it's the thing all the way. <clears throat> better better horror movie. Uh, better movie. You know what? I'll, I'll give it to you. Good, I'm, good, I'm good. Because <laughs> I've never watched the thing, so I feel like I'm, I'm kind of disqualified from this. But here we go. Exorcist versus the thing. <laughs> ah! uh, I'm going to say Exorcist. For ultimate, ultimate movie. Bracket. Yes, yes. Shit show. Yes. <laughs> Exorcist. I mean, it's this. It's scarier. It is to me. Like I don't know what you what you think is the scariest movie of all time, but I'm going to say Exorcist is it. Uh, Bill Simmons said he was watching this movie, paused it, went downstairs to get a drink of water, was terrified, was still scared. He's fi- he's a 50 year old man. It will put the fear of God. <laughs> it'll put the fear of God in a 50 year old man. Like it just does. You yeah. put this thing on and like. He was I, saying like he had a he was writing down I, Pazuzu every time he wrote wrote down Pazuzu he he erased it because he thought he was gonna summon it. This is the scariest <laughs> shit in the world. It is the the number one scariest horrific terrifying movie of all time. End of story. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean that that's legit. Like when you uh, when you got an yeah. attic yeah. or something. Uh, after I watched Paranormal yeah. Activity, uh, I seen that Crawl Space yeah. Attic. I've been up in my crawl space twice. I've lived in this house <laughs> yeah. for like, I don't know, 10 yeah. years now. <laughs> I plan to keep it at two. Right. <laughs> uh, I'll tell Carrie the same. I to, I'll tell Carrie, I'll be like, yo, can you just come to the base? Uh, like, just come to the door of the closet. And she's yeah. like, why? I'm like, because 
I want you to just grab my feet <laughs> if like I die. If, so, if something yeah. gets me, just I need you to be able to pull me yeah. back down. Please, please do this for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love again. Love. Uh, uh, I picked just talking about it more. The the build up of. The, the rats in the attic and the guy going up there and be like, there's no rats. There's no rats. I'm telling you, there's no rats. Just, just the buildup of what could it be? What is, what is the thing that's, that's haunting this place? What is the thing that's, that's, you know, tr- giving the fear off in this place? Is it, is it rats? Is it uh you know, a psychological thing? You know, what is, what is it? The, the buildup to, to the, the actual possession is amazing in this movie. So. Right. And you, and you have to believe yeah. it's, it's yeah. rats, man. You have to get your mind under control because once once you give the devil that little yeah. in, uh, it's over yeah. for you, man. They were saying how, you know, again, like so, uh, every time, if you see this movie, every time you hear something in your attic, if you if you see the lights flickering, because there's so many things in this movie that are uh, pedestrian. It's things that everyone experiences, you know, in their life of weird noises in their house, lights flickering, um, the feeling of dread. It does. It does all those things really, 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 really well. On top of, you know, the 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 possession scenes are just out of this world. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not mad. Exorcist yeah. one. It's yes. fair. Uh, I don't feel bad about trying to take it out with Halloween, <laughs> but Halloween's a personal favorite of mine. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a question mm. for you. You ever watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I have. Yeah. Have you? What do you think about that? That's that's big on people's list. Where do you think that would have stood? I mean, is it uh, uh, stood on this list? I think it's more important than it is good. I think it's more influential than it is good. I think the things that came after yeah. it did did hit better. Um, there are it is it is. I watched what did I watch last night? Something. Oh, uh, David Cronenberg's first one of his first movies, Rabid. And then I watched right after that. I watched um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and it's just this thing of like. A better made. It's the invasion of body snatchers. <clears throat> invasion of the body snatchers. It just you see the production value in it. You see the money in it. You see the the talent in it. As opposed to you know the first movie ever made by David Cronenberg is just you know very haphazard. Not great audio. Not great shots. And it's the same thing with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was made in, made on a shoestring budget. And I think that in in you know you watch it over and over again. You're like okay, this is a good movie. And it's very influential, and it's very, it's it's has gore in it, and it has these things in it that are make it scary, but also, it it's been done better many times over. So, okay, yep. so Exorcist is your twenty twenty Halloween, holla 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 Halloween, holla holla Halloween. Yep. For our listeners that sent that, enjoyable bracket in. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that. Sorry, we're going to give it more in depth. I think the original intention was to watch one every day <laughs> for October. I, and I, I wasn't even yeah. sure you were up to that task. <laughs> I, I thought make turning it into a bracket yeah. seemed like a better... Yeah. Actually, who put that on the list? Because they split them up. Half the list was uh, courtesy of Aldo, and the other half okay. was Lynn. So let me see who actually had... Exorcist. Exorcist. That was Aldo. Was Aldo yeah. Okay. And actually, he picked the thing as well, so he had, <laughs> he had that final. Yeah, the top seed, the top two seeds. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, hey, get on you, bro. Yeah, you said you mentioned like uh, wanted to watch horror movies this month. I've I've pretty much stuck to it, uh, as uh, except for the cage match movies. Started the month out with The Fly, then I watched Possessor, then Black Christmas, 
uh, Pet Cemetery, The Exorcist 3, Let's Scare Jessica to Death, The Brood, uh, the, uh, let's see, Don't Look Now, Ringu, The Wailing, An American Werewolf in London, The Babysitter, uh, let's see, Revenge, sort of a horror movie, The House is That October Bill, was probably the scariest movie I watched this month, um, Death Becomes Her, and then, like I said, last night I watched Rabid and Invasion of the Bystanders. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff I watched on Criterion. Criterion put up uh, a lot of stuff from the 70s, a lot of 70s horror movies. Um, so real quick, mm. Rabbit was very good. That was David Cronenberg's first movie. I watched that and The Brood. They were very good. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers from 1979 stars uh, Mr. Donald Sutherland, a very young, and a very young um, Jeff Goldblum is in this movie. So if you want to, if you want to oh. see a young Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, check that out. He's really good yep. in it. And you know you love yourself some young Jeff Goldblum. I really Goldblum. do. Any, any, any Jeff Goldblum. But especially young, young strapping young lad. Uh, so I have. A, how, yeah. how do you how do you bring yourself to watch that many damn horror movies? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I'm not saying these are like the horror movies you find on ABC yeah. Family. They got like the Twenty Nights of Halloween. Like you're watching some fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every single day. How do you sleep at night? A lot of it is like so the '70s stuff. It's it's not great in terms of like. Building dread or scares uh, or like you know, um, like I said, the the blood and the gore, not not really well well done. I'd say the scariest stuff was like the Exorcist three was pretty scary. Um, let me see, the Wailing was really good. There's some stuff in here that's just like meh, it's fine. I get, I get what you're going for, but you're not really. It doesn't have the same pizzazz. Doesn't have the same sort of, I don't know, secret sauce in it that modern modern horror movies do. Um, also, a lot of it was on Criterion. I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying to go through my this massive list of of you know the streaming services. I look at my bill every month, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I have so many goddamn streaming services. So I'm trying to go through them all, and um, I think guess my get my money's worth exactly. So <laughs> I think I also think I was having this thought the other day of like a lot of this stuff is is leaving. You know, they they'll do it for like a month. And then it's, you can't really find it anywhere yeah. else. So I'm trying to get as much as possible as I can this month before, it, you know. Well, they're making a horror streaming service. Yeah, now. Shutter. I, I mentioned that last week. It's it's been a it's been yeah, out for, I, I yeah been so. out for a while. But uh, I have I have that November. Yeah, they have, they have a few on there that I checked out. Uh, let me get to my top top five t- scariest moments in horror movies. Um, I made this. Yeah. Well, let me, uh, you you talked about your movies real quick. I, oh, yeah. I just want to say I watched oh, yeah, Sinister. Yeah. I watched it by oh, myself. Uh, that, like, you watch a whole month of horror movies and you're fine. I watched Sinister and I had to get myself in that. I'm watching it and it's just like, I ain't scared. I ain't scared of you. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you some uh, some good things that they did in this movie. The, the sounds, the uh, uh, great movie for sound, like yeah. uh, the home videos. Um, found footage shit will never <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, ever. Uh, and I, I don't know how much of this you actually remember or whatever, but he found that, that box of like recorded murders yeah. basically. And he's just watching all the way these, these families died. And it's just like, Jesus, like, and we go back to that thing. Like this came from someone's brain. Like it's, that's some scary shit. I'm just watching it. And it's just like this movie wasn't so much like scary. Like there were, there were little to no jump scares in it, which 
I find I appreciate it. Thank you <laughs> yeah. Because the jump scare stuff is just cheesy and dumb and just played out. But this this stuff actually like made you think and now you're watching it and you're just like, damn, like that's that's shitty. That's <laughs> shitty. That's shitty. It just it just fills you with right. despair. Um but the thing the thing I took away from Sinister basically is if I'm looking for uh haunted house, um, descent to madness kind of thing, you know, Shining did it better. If I'm looking for for depth, Exorcist did it better. Um, and the, the found footage was a nice touch. I like how they incorporated it, but you got things like Paranormal Activity did it better. So it took all these elements from other movies, yeah. and it was fine. Yeah. Um, it was a good movie. Uh, I don't know. I think I, I think I give it like a six or really? seven. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Seems slow, but okay. Slow. No, low. Uh, actually, I the, checked on it. I'm reading low. It's six point seven, so it's kind of right oh, okay. on point. But I find that a lot of people are like really particular about horror movies. Yeah. Like the ratings yeah. are like even even uh, Exorcist was like a well maybe not Exorcist. That's not a good example, but like Poltergeist was an eight point two yeah. or something, which is a good movie. But you know, you'd imagine it would be better. All these other ones like Halloween's and uh, Fridays, they're all between six and seven. Yes. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, yes. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. I got a couple more days. <laughs> I got today and tomorrow to uh, catch up with some horror shit. So I'll definitely check out Sinister. Uh, real quick, get going along here, but I just want to mention my top five scariest moments in horror movies that I just put together real quick the other day. Uh, pretty much all of. Was that what you wanted me to do too, or you just you said make a top five of Halloween, Halloween shit. shit? Yeah, just anything. So I. Okay, I made a top five of Halloween okay. shit. You, I'll do mine after okay. you do yours. So number five for me is Paranormal Activity. Just a lot of there were so many moments in that I couldn't pick one, but there was some. Yeah, oh, yeah she, the, the woman, the his wife standing over him. <laughs> Just screaming, terrifying, her, her, awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I, 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 oh, like that's that's up there. That's probably like my f- number three. Yeah, the creepiest movies. Fantastic. Like the 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 part towards the end where like whatever dragging something up the stairs. Yes. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I'm nope. I'm out. Out. Yep. <laughs> um. So talking about stuff I watched as a kid that affected me deeply. Uh, Quint dying in Jaws. Like, you know, I don't. If if nobody's seen this movie, it is. It isn't just like there. There are some scenes in modern, like shark movies, like in Deep Blue Sea, where Samuel Jackson just gets ripped out from under him, just gets you know thrown to the shark sea. Ate me. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of modern shark movies, like uh, the Meg. I watched the Meg the other day. It's not great, but just this this moment of like the the, the ship is going, the ship is sinking. It's 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 this tugboat sized ship, so it's not very big at all. And Jaws somehow jumps onto the boat, into the boat, grabs uh, Quint, and, and Quint is like sliding down. He's He grabs onto Brody's hand and then slides down to where Jaws is at the bottom of the boat, and he starts kicking on it, kicking it, kicking it, but eventually Jaws like grabs a, grabs a foothold and just slowly pulls him into his mouth and starts crunching on his on his stomach, and it, Quint, Quint screams. And blood is flying out of his mouth. 
And it's that it's not that like light, like we were saying. What it's not that light, uh, light red, uh, shitty ass seventies blood. It's that deep, thick red that we that we're used to now. Molasses style, yeah, molasses style blood coming out of his mouth. Yeah. It's it's a, it is a horrifying scene, if you've never seen it. Uh, that was my number four. My number three is the last ten minutes of Hereditary. You know this scene very well. We watched it last year. It's terrifying. <laughs> Um, number two Surely. is the first time, first time seeing Regan in full possession mode. I'm a friend of your mother's. I'd like to help you. You want to loosen the straps, huh? I'm afraid you might hurt yourself, Regan. I'm not Regan. I see. Well, then, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Damien Karras. And I'm that devil. Now kindly undo these straps. If you're the devil, why not make the straps disappear? That's much too vulgar display of power, Karis. Where's Reagan? In here with us. Show me Reagan and I'll loosen one of the straps. And you're helping all the boy, father. Your mother's in here with us, Karis. Would you like to leave a message? Um, just walking in, the, the breath. I guess they talking about the, the behind the scenes of the movie. They they actually had this this air conditioner, uh, industrial size air conditioner, running like twenty four seven. So anybody walking into the room was actually cold. All the, the breath you see in this movie is not CGI. It's not it's not a practical effect. It is actually uh, extremely cold in the room. So that scene is wow. is always terrifying. And then the end of the Blair Witch again. Going back to stuff that traumatized me as a kid. This came out in '99, so I was like 13, 14. Saw this on HBO late at, late at night. Um, not not really knowing at that point because this, this is like pre-internet. This is pre um, being able to look stuff up. So and, and also I'm I'm a I'm a young influential child <laughs> watching this movie. Just not even knowing what the found footage. Uh, genre is at that point knowing nothing about any of this shit uh, little baby Damien so ignorant yes, to, the, to, the, to the, the world movies. yeah to the world scared the absolute fuck out of me the, the moment you see the guy standing in the corner in the basement of this rundown house in the middle of nowhere Scared the fuck out of me. So that's my all-time favorite uh, scariest moments in horror movies. Uh, what do you have? So do they do they still hit you the same? Found you got two found footage kind of style movies on there. Yeah. So am I? Are if you were to watch a found footage, do you, do you have a uh, a bias to uh, found footage? Like you, you yeah. watch it, you're like, this is if something's gonna weird me out and make me look over my shoulder. Yeah. Once or twice, it, it's this thing right here. Yeah. Like, does that still creep you out as much as it used to? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, um, uh, the house is that October built from 2016. It's on shutter right now. Um, very, very well done. It's, it's a thing of like, people are so adults at my age, uh, uh, people that have grown up with the found footage genre, I feel like are so, um, what do you call it? Uh, um, not angsty, but you're, you're, uh, you're callous to it. What's that word? Like you're so, uh, you're jaded to that genre and all the tropes involved in it. I think it did a really good job. I think any any found footage movie 
post Blair Witch has to have some sort of twist on it, some sort of like, you know, different take on it. So, so I think, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, any found footage thing done really well still affects me pretty, pretty, pretty deeply. Will never not be creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, my, my top five Halloween shit. Um, all right, here we go. Yes. Number five, it's fall and it's not Christmas. Uh, number four, Backstreet's Back. <laughs> <laughs> number three, Candy Corn. Uh, number two, Costume Competitions. Yep. And number one, Boobs. 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 Okay. Yeah, I just... I, just... I would tell you about that time. I, I, I went out to a Halloween party. Well, it wasn't a Halloween party. It was just like a pub crawl yep. kind of thing. Uh, and I saw... Uh, I don't know how you would say it otherwise. It was it was slutty Sesame Street. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> it had like there was there was Elmo, there was Big Bird, Cookie Monster, Oscar the Grouch, and uh, me and Carrie we were sitting at a bar and we we're just looking at him and, and I was like, all right, well, which one which one's doing it the, the best here? And I don't remember what Carrie Carrie might have said Elmo. I, I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, it's Cookie Monster, and there's, it's, it's not even close. <laughs> but yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, when I say it was Sesame Street, you know, they had the color schemes going, and they had like, you know, Cookie Monster had googly eyes, and Big Bird had some feathers, and most importantly, in the costume, it was boobs. Okay, yeah. so that's that's what I that's what I think of uh, a high point for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and I got one honorable mention. Yep. Um, it's uh, that moment when you make eye contact with um, a fellow parent trick or treating, yeah. and they give you that look. Are we having fun yet? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, wish I brought a beer. You know. Yeah. That, that look in their eye. Yeah. That that's always a fun thing to. Yeah. To, to. We actually we did a um um a drive through trick or treat thing, and um. James had his Spider-Man mask on, yep. and I had my. I, I took his Iron Man mask and I taped these two, uh, two lights that you can like. They're they're kind of flat and you can hang on a wall. But I taped. Uh, I made bracelets out of them uh-huh. and put them on my hands. Yeah. So I can turn them on with my fingers. Yeah. And I would like look like I was shooting photon beams. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Crazy. Love it. Uh, and it, it makes sense too, because you know I, I'm Iron Man. Yeah. And and, and uh, Spider-Man is 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 my son. And we got that dynamic going, like they have in the the movies. It's fun. I, I really enjoy that. That's I think awesome. I might make it a thing where I, I'm going to start like uh, each year. I'm going to pick one of my kids. Uh, so I'll alternate. So one year I'll I'll do something with James, and, and the next one I'll do something with Brian. Yeah. Uh, as they get older. Nice. It's, you know, I like dressing up. It's fun. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll do it for the end of the show. Getting close to it. Uh, reminder: the vote on Tuesday. Uh, do not vote for Trump. I'm not going to be one of those people that'd be like, uh, whatever you want to do, just vote. Voting's important. No matter who you vote for, just get out there and vote. Make your voice heard. No, fuck that. Trump is an asshole. Piece of shit. Uh, vote for Biden. Uh, please, please God, <laughs> do it. Do do your civic duty. Um, a lot of people have pre-voted, but mail-in voted, whatever it's called. Um, I'm lucky, very, very lucky that my voting, uh, polling station is like a two minute walk from me. So I'll be going, I'll be going down there Tuesday morning, put my vote in. So, yep, there's that. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure we won't see much shit. We we don't, you know, we're not in 
one of those crazy places. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, just real quick, there there are. I feel like we're in a blue state, but just like yeah. I don't know if you're uh, my co- half of my coworkers are insane people voted for Trump. I feel like there's so many more Trump voters uh, around us than we realize. There, there's more of them. Oh, they're absolutely yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. I, I was actually wondering that too. I was, I'm like, I know that this is a blue state, but I know so many people that like Trump, yeah. and it's kind, of, it's it's kind of weird that we're such a blue state if if that's if that's the case because yeah. just. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the the town we live in. I mean, we kind of are country stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Back, back, not backwoods, but you know. Yeah. We're not we're not too far away from no. like the the hill towns. Right. Well, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. If you want to, yeah, vote on Tuesday. Um, not just for presidential stuff, but there's also down ballot stuff. There's local elections that you can vote in. If you feel like, oh, oh I'm in a blue state. I'm a vote for Trump, but it's not going to matter. Well, there's local elections you can still. Make your voice heard in. Yeah, the so, questions are a big deal. People don't consider questions. Yep, polling. Uh, um, yeah. what, what a couple of years ago, marijuana, marijuana. Yeah, no. gay marriage. So. There's all sorts of things you can vote on, other than the presidency. So get out there and do that because it's cool. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah. Yep. So if you don't do it, they'll take it away from you. Yeah. That's actually probably not hyperbole. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Anything is possible these days. So, with that, I've been Damien. I've been Deej. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye.